0: Good afternoon, it's one o'clock, I'm Todd Harding. The headlines, several leading pro democracy figures are arrested for taking part in a banned march last August. League of Social Democrats Chairman Avery Ng fails in his bid to appeal his conviction and sentence for revealing the identity of an official being investigated by the ICAC. And Financial Secretary Paul Chan urges people to spend the $10,000 handout announced in his budget locally. The Labour Party has criticised police for several arrests of leading pro-democracy figures. It said its vice-chairman and former lawmaker Lee Cheuk yan was arrested by police for taking part in an illegal assembly on August the 31st last year. The party said the 63-year-old was seized at his home. Apple Daily also reported that the founder of Next Media, Jimmy Lai, was also seized by police over the demonstration, which came after police banned a march organised by the Civil Human Rights Front. Hundreds of thousands Of people still turned out for a peaceful rally, but there were also clashes with police on Hong Kong Island and Kowloon side. Democratic Party lawmaker Lam Chirk Ting confirmed former lawmaker Yeung Sun was among those seized. He said those arrested hadn't committed any violent acts during the rally.
1: I do think that the police force deliberately chose today to arrest the core members of the democratic movement to show that. They will suppress the protester and the democratic camp without any hesitation. The Court of
0: Final Appeal has decided against hearing an activist's appeal against his conviction and sentence for revealing the identity of an official being investigated by the anti corruption body, the ICAC. Avery Ng, the chairman of the League of Social Democrats, was sent back to jail immediately to serve his remaining 31 day sentence. Jimmy Choi reports.
1: In 2016, Mr. Ng disclosed to broadcaster RTHK and on social media that the ICAC was investigating the then permanent secretary for Home Affairs, Betty Fung. The Eastern Magistrates' Court later found him guilty of revealing the identity of a person being investigated by the ICAC, as well as details of the case. It sentenced him to 4 months in prison. Mr. Ng was eventually sent to prison in June last year after losing his High Court appeal. He was released on bail in July. Speaking before entering court, Mr Ng said he wasn't worried about returning to prison for another 31 days.
2: I'm not worried at all. Uh, it is within my expectation I'm going to uh, serve the remainder of my sentence, which is around 31 days. But regardless, uh, these uh, political oppression is uh, nothing new. And uh, compared to other cases uh, or other people who are now spending their time in jail for protesting, uh, mine went is uh, very minute.
1: Announcing his decision, Court of Final Appeal Judge Andrew Zheng dismissed Mr. Ng's case and demanded he served the remainder of his sentence.
0: The Financial Secretary Paul Chan has appealed to Hong Kong people to spend the $10,000 handout announced in his budget in the local economy. Speaking on RTHK's special budget phone-in program, he admitted there was no guarantee that recipients would use the money locally but he believed cash, rather than spending vouchers, could better meet the needs of different people. Mr Chan also expressed confidence that funding for the cash handout would be passed by LegCo, so the money could be distributed by the end of summer. He said the government could give priority to the needy
3: in terms of order of payment uh, the working group will look into the suggestions say for example as you put it a uh, certain uh, disadvantaged
0: group uh, could we be able to give them earlier we will certainly look into that police say they received a report from a resident in sheng shui about a petrol bomb that was thrown at a police dormitory at about two o'clock this morning no one was injured but the bomb hit a car which caught fire LegCo's Finance Committee has approved the annual pay rise for civil servants, including the police force, after vetoing a Pan-Democrat request to adjourn the debate. The opposition camp had been filibustering the debate for over 20 hours of meetings since December. The motion was passed amid chants by the Pan-Democrats about alleged police brutality. The pro Democracy camp says no officer has been held accountable for the force's crackdown on protesters over the past months. The camp vowed to put up a fight when vetting the budget for the coming year, with the police receiving a 25% bump in their budget. Here's Council Front lawmaker Claudia Mo.
4: We have to fight, even if we don't get anything we have to fight on don't we say in life you fight you may not get what you want but if you don't fight you definitely won't get what you want we have to be responsible to uh, not just uh, today's news but history of hong kong Uh, we have to do it at least for the record that uh, in future people can see that even if we actually failed we did try
0: The chief executive of the hospital authority, Tony Coe, has sought to play down accusations that the authority is trying to purge medical workers who joined a strike by asking them to explain why they were not at work. Several thousand doctors and nurses went on strike for five days earlier this month to pressure the government to fully close the SAR's border with the mainland in the wake of the coronavirus spread. Dr Coe said issuing a letter to a few thousand staff asking why they were absent from work during the strike period is something they need to do before payday. He added that while some staff have told them they were actually on leave or working at other premises, they will handle each case according to the law
1: because we are now focusing on fighting the epidemic we, we haven't got enough time to uh, uh, follow up with our colleagues uh, for each individual cases and circumstances and the reason why we have to send out the letter two days ago because uh, yesterday uh, was our uh, payment day for the service for february so there's a necessity we need to inform our staff uh, that we will need to follow up with them afterwards about the individual cases uh, before as they said, the salary pay day, of course, the way we follow up will be we need to, um, and we always follow, of course, the, the relevant laws of Hong Kong, including labour law, and also the rules and regulation of the hospital authority. Health
0: authorities say they're keeping a close watch on a quarantine pet dog that's tested positive for the coronavirus. The Secretary for Health, Sophia Chan, says there's no sign of transmission between pets and people. But pet owners should maintain good personal hygiene and take their animals to the vet if problems arise.
4: It is important for them to quarantine uh, this particular dog and also continue their testing uh, with the dog uh, uh, to take samples until uh, it is negative. So they, they will not release the dog until they tested for negative samples.
0: Mainland authorities have reported 44 more deaths from the novel coronavirus and 327 fresh cases. The death toll now stands at 2,788. South Korea, meanwhile, reported almost 300 new cases, raising its total to 2,022. The head of the World Health Organization, Dr. Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus, says the fight against the coronavirus has reached a decisive stage. He warned it would be a fatal mistake for the international community not to take COVID-19 seriously. His comments came as a mainland doctor, Xia Jian, said the world could not afford to underestimate the virus.
1: I'm not satisfactory with, with the mortality. I still think the mortality is really too high. Just uh, like for patients with severe symptoms that it is even the mortality is even higher than SARS that's the thing we should address right now and I should warn the rest of the world that you guys should take care
0: the Nigerian health ministry has confirmed the country's first case of the new coronavirus it's the first confirmed case in sub-saharan Africa here's the BBC's Miami Jones According to the health ministry, the case is an Italian citizen who works in Nigeria and returned from Milan to Lagos on the 25th of February. Authorities say the patient is stable with no serious symptoms and is being treated in a Lagos hospital. The Nigerian government says it's been preparing for this eventuality and has activated its National Emergency Operations Centre to implement control measures. The authorities have started identifying all those who have come into contact with the patient since he entered Nigeria. About a dozen people have staged a protest at RTHK, calling for the director of broadcasting, Leung Ka-Wing, to apologise and resign over the content of a satirical television programme, Headliner, which caused outrage in the police force after it said police were hoarding protective gear during the coronavirus outbreak. More overseas news, Turkey says it's retaliating from the ground and from the air after 33 of its soldiers were killed in airstrikes by President Assad's forces in Idlib in northwestern Syria. The casualties mark a serious escalation in the conflict between Ankara, which supports rebel forces in Idlib, and the Syrian government, which is backed by Russia. Here's the BBC's Sebastian Usher.
2: Turkey has already been stepping up its military support for the rebel fighters it backs as they mount a counteroffensive to try to win back key towns they've recently lost. Behind this conflict looms the potential of an even bigger confrontation. Turkey and Russia have backed different sides in Syria but have come together to broker battlefield deals in the past few years. That pragmatic rapprochement is now in doubt. Russian air power has provided vital support for Syrian forces if it is now being directed at Turkish military positions. That creates a huge new element of risk.
0: Astronomers have detected what they describe as the biggest known explosion in the universe since the Big Bang. The blast came from a supermassive black hole in a galaxy hundreds of millions of light years away. Here's the BBC's Jonathan Amos.
5: Astronomers had always thought there was something strange about the Orpheucus galaxy cluster, a giant aggregation containing thousands of individual galaxies separated by hot gas. X-ray telescopes had revealed a curious curved edge to the cluster. Scientists speculated this might be the wall of a cavity sculpted in the gas by jets of energy spewed from a supermassive black hole. Scientists doubted this explanation, however, because the cavity was so big you could fit 15 of our own Milky Way galaxies inside it. But new telescope data seems to confirm it, and that makes the Orpheucus galaxy cluster a record breaker.
0: Finance news now and concern about the economic impact of the coronavirus outbreak continues to affect trading on the world's stock markets. There were sell-offs across Asia, with indices down in Japan, Hong Kong and Shanghai. In New York, the Dow Jones had its biggest daily fall in points in its history. The BBC's Michelle Fleury reports.
1: At the start of the year, the prospects for the global economy seem to be looking up. The coronavirus has changed that, and investors everywhere are scrambling to respond. Goldman Sachs, one of the leading investment banks, warned that it now thinks the coronavirus will wipe out any growth in American company profits this year. Dozens of firms have warned of disruptions to their supply chains and a decline in consumer demand. Goldman based its forecast on the continued spread of the virus, saying it heightened the risk of the U.S. falling into recession.
0: A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 26,061. That's 717 points down on the previous close. Turnover stands at $81 billion. To currencies, the US dollar is trading at 109.06 yen. The euro is standing at 1 US dollar and 9 cents. And the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 4 cents. And now with the sports news, here's Adam Cheung.
2: Sarah Lee has moved a step closer to defending her world title at the UCI Track Cycling World Championships in Berlin after cruising into the sprint semifinals. The Hong Kong star began the day with an easy win over China's Zhong Tianxi. She then reached the last four by beating Mexico's Daniela Gonzalez in two straight rounds. Lee will face the home favorite Emma Hinta tonight. Staying at the World Championships, there was another world record for Denmark. Details from the BBC's Andy Barwell.
0: Denmark smashed their third world record of the event in winning gold in the men's team pursuit. The Danes, Lasse Norman Hansen, Julius Johansson, Frederick Roddenberg and Rasmus Pedersen had broken the previous world record in qualifying and also in the first round. In the final, New Zealand took silver. And the United States dominated the women's team pursuit, winning the gold ahead of Great Britain. Victory for the American comes uh, less than a year after teammate Kelly Catlin, a three-time world champion in the event, took her own life. The team had Catlin's initials painted onto their bike
2: frames. The Court of Arbitration for Sport will announce today whether China's Olympic swimming champion Sun Yang has been found guilty of a doping offense. The World Anti-Doping Agency had appealed to CAS to rule against a decision by swimming's world governing body to clear Sun of hindering an out-of-competition test back in September 2018. If Sun is found guilty, he could face a ban of up to eight years. Of the three English football clubs in Europa League action last night, only two have made it to the last 16. Manchester United turned in a stellar performance with a dominant 5-0 win over Club Bruges at Old Trafford. Odeon Ighalo scored on his full debut for United, while Bruno Fernandes converted a second penalty in a week. United go through 6-1 on aggregate. Wolves were beaten 3-2 at Espanol but won the tie 6-3. There was major disappointment for Arsenal. They wasted a 1-0 first leg advantage at home and were taken to extra time by Olympiacos. The Gunners took the lead again and were seconds away from advancing when Youssef El Arabi scored to give the visitors a stunning 2-1 win. A 2-2 aggregate means Olympiacos go through on away goals. Ajax have also been ousted. The Dutch side won 2-1 on the night, but lost 3-2 on aggregate to Hattafe. Inter Milan beat Ludo Goret 2-1 in a game played behind closed doors at the San Siro. The Italian side completing a
0: 4-1 aggregate win. And that's your look at sports. Thanks, Adam. And that's the news in sports from RTHK.
3: I want to know Is that we can work it out Learn what it's all about Bring us on through the clouds And make each other smile We can make it happen and It's
4: Good afternoon and welcome to the one two three show with me noreen May, on this friday afternoon friday the 28th of february is today's date many thanks uh, to phil for the morning brew we've got a busy program today in the next uh, 10 minutes or so we'll be looking ahead to rare disease day and also the challenges that patients with rare conditions go through We'll be chatting with Chang Kinping, the president of the Hong Kong Alliance for Rare Diseases at half past one. So feel free to drop us an email. Our email address is 123show at rthk.hk. You can also find us on Facebook, Noreen Mare on RTHK Radio 3. And after two o'clock, it is time for the Agenda Cafe. And uh, this week, uh, Karen Ko, my co-host, and myself will be chatting about the dreaded D word. We'll be chatting about divorce uh, with family lawyer Janice Chin and also a divorcee, uh, Circle Yoon, who's also the publisher of a book on divorce and co-parenting.